Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Locked On Flames. As always, I'm your host, Jess Belmosto. On today's episode, I am bringing in a fan of many teams and an aspiring Flames fan to uh, just talk a little bit about hockey and have a nice laid-back episode and uh, introduce you to more of Hockey Twitter. All that and more on today's episode of Locked On Flames. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone. Uh, I'm Jess Belmosto of the Metropolitan Riveters Public Relations Team. I hope you're having a fantastic day today. This is episode two of two that will be going out on this fine, what's today? Wednesday. It's Wednesday, not Thursday. But uh, yeah, please make sure that you are following Locked on Flames wherever you get your podcasts. We're free on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Audible, Odyssey, you name it. And of course, free 99 on YouTube. Today, I am bringing on Addison Smith, fan of many teams. Uh, How are you? I figured we could just shoot the breeze today. I'm great, Jess. How are you today? I'm good. I'm glad we're finally sitting down to talk like six hours after our original (laughs) plan. (laughs) Yeah, I'm so excited. Good. Um, So for those of you who don't know Addison, she is one of the funniest, most, I I don't want to call you impulsive, but like firecrackery. I'm very chaotic, yeah. Yeah, but like in a good way. Uh, Like, she's very fun to talk to, very fun to uh, just spit back ideas with. Uh, (laughs) She's very creative, and I think that she would do fantastic on someone's like marketing or social team. So uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? I promise this isn't a job interview. You can- <laughs> You're making me blush. <laughs> she brings out the oh It's enough. It's, it's part of my image personally. I bring it to bars with me and stuff. <sighs> so tell us a little bit about yourself and you know, what, what got you into hockey? Well, um, my best friend, Meg, started playing hockey when we were in, like, fourth grade. So that was kind of like, you know, she was my best friend. And um, so I kind of learned through, like, just hanging out with her and stuff, like, a little bit. And um, it either was all uphill from there or all downhill from there, depending on, you know, the season. But, um, yeah, so... Uh, we are from Chicago. So obviously we were Hawks fans. Um, and, uh, Brent Seabrook was my favorite player because, uh, he was number seven and I was nine years old. So that's (laughs) all I really cared about. Uh, yeah. So that's how I got into hockey. And then, um, I was on Tumblr when I I was, uh, Tumblr. Yes. Yeah, I was on hockey Twitter too. I was a hockey Twitter team. So it's like you just wanted to rot your brain in every way possible. Yeah. It was a hockey tumbler, one direction tumbler, a strange strange, strange little time. Yeah, but <laughs> like the pipeline from like One Direction and Five Sauce fans 
to <gasps> Twitter is truly oh. amazing. And I love there it. There are so many people that like went to like different schools, like right around me that like I met like on Twitter, like for the first time, like, but yeah. like we have like mutual friends, the like people that we knew and we were both like, or we like would see each other on Twitter because we were both talking about hockey, like from our One Direction Twitter accounts. And we were all like, <laughs> oh my God. I like, love that. Why did I just. <laughs> so obviously, you know, you grew up a Hawks fan and I, we I know that we've talked a lot about how disappointing things have kind of unfolded and become and yeah, I, you know least. as yeah honestly to put it lightly and as women in sports you know I think this is this is a good way to kind of like tie together women's history month oh, yeah. is kind of remind everyone like we're here but also like mm-hmm. You know, but what is it like for you to be involved in a sport so heavily that doesn't always love you back? Wow. Uh, I mean, the love that I don't get from, like, the sport, I definitely get from, like, other fans and, like, people that I interact with in, um, ooh in like fan spaces and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, so that kind of like really makes up for any and all disappointment and, you know, other negative emotions that being a hockey fan has caused me over the years. Yeah, but um, at the, at the end of the day, like it's, it's just, it's always been like such a huge part of who I am. And like, it's something that I really, really love. And I just like keep coming back to it. So I'm just like, I got to hold on to the good things, but um yeah. Yeah. And it can you know, be really hard sometimes, but definitely. And I think that's been like one of the more positive ways to look at it, you know, kind of just looking where you do get that positive affirmation and, you know, attention from. And this sport is cruel, whether it be, you know, your favorite team losing and being eliminated from the playoffs or. Yeah them just being excuse my language but a shitbag organization oh my and, god <laughs> right like, like in there's just so many different varieties of heartbreak in hockey and i think a lot of that has kind of been brought to light in the last yeah. 5 years ever since honestly uh, god i I really hate bringing this up because, I mean, at least, like, around here, everyone gets, like, really touchy about it. But ever since 2015, like, it's it's just – it just felt so different. And I was, like – I, like – that was the first time that I really realized, like, oh, this is what they mean when they say don't meet your heroes. Like, frick, you know? Yeah. Um, it's hard, you know? And then just, like – oh, I forgot what I was going to say. That's okay, because, you know, uh, we are going to head on to a quick little break, and we're going to come back with some Milan Lucic talk, and um, I have a question about your St. Anthony prayer. (laughs) (laughs) But before we get too ahead of ourselves, uh, let me talk to you guys about Built Bar. Addison, do you like snacks? 
I love snacks. So this would probably be a fantastic addition to your snack drawer, your pantry, but uh, Built Bar is a delicious tasting protein bar that doesn't taste like a protein bar. It tastes Mm -hmm. like a candy bar. Uh, They're covered in 100% chocolate and they come in a variety of flavors. And again, like the best part about it is that it doesn't taste like it should be healthy for you. So it's kind of like a nice little trick. Uh, you know, ooh, I'm getting that nice, unhealthy. I really do love a good protein bar. Good. So you should head on over to built.com and you. I think I just might. I need. I need for all my muscles that I'm muscle lifting boxes of dirt at work. Yes, and you can use promo code locked fifteen for fifteen percent off of your next order at built.com. So we. We both enjoy the Bruins. We sure do. And one great connection from <laughs> Flames to the Bruins is the beloved Milan Lucic. Luch pooch. <laughs> now, where where is your jersey? You told me you were going to wear your Luch jersey. She's she's right here. Oh, he, I guess. <gasps> This is um, the only Bruins jersey that my parents would buy for me because my dad actually, like, really liked Lucic because, you know, it. tough guy. My dad played rugby, so he's, you know. Right. Luch does look like a guy who would, like, absolutely play rugby. Oh, my God. He would be so good at rugby. He would. I want to see Milan Lucic just throw a guy into the air. They do that <laughs> just... in rugby. It's awesome. Thank you. Like in cheerleading, and they do like a basket toss, but just that's like that's literally them. what they do. Yeah, they like cheerleaders throw each other into the air. It's it's so exciting. I you know I think that hockey players should put on like a cheerleading clinic for us, and we should watch yes. that. But oh my god, cheerleading on ice that would be intense. <laughs> <laughs> so other than Luch being a tough guy, what makes him one of your favorite all time players? I don't, like, I just, he's always been, like, part of my hockey, like, experience. Because, like, I got, like, into the Bruins. Well, the only time that I ever got to watch the Bruins, like, um, like, really consistently for a while. Like, while, um, like, around 2013-ish. Yeah. Um, was, like, during the playoffs, so I remember, like, catching, like, a few um, Bruins games here and there because my friend Ashley from Twitter was a huge Bruins fan, and so I was like, okay, fine, I'll support your boys, and then, because she also told me about uh, Tyler Sagan, and uh, <laughs> we talked about <laughs> him a lot. It's a really easy way to sell and... <laughs> someone your team. Especially, yeah, yeah. Especially, especially like, a young time. girl, like, not to, like, stereotype, but, like, listen. Oh, yeah. Like she was a hundred percent. Like I'm in love with this man, and I was like, I understand why. Right. Like I get it. And then I was a Bruins fan in like for the Eastern Conference part of the playoffs, and like I didn't think at all that the Hawks and the Bruins would end up playing each other. I was like, I just I don't know. I just feel like that won't happen. So this isn't going to be an issue. And then it turned out being the biggest issue of the year for me. Um. (laughs) Oh no. Oh, but it was so much fun. Um, the only time that I, uh, wasn't a big fan of Luch Pooch was, uh, you know, probably when he was beating up the Blackhawks at the time, which I mean, did they deserve now that might be a different story, but yeah, 
<laughs> but you know, I think it's so funny, you know, just to be like, oh yeah, like Tyler Sagan is like got me into the Bruins or whatever. But someone on here commented, they were like, Sean Monahan is not good. He's never been good. And anyone who thinks he is good only finds him attractive. I'm like, Sean Monahan being attractive is a very true statement. Yeah. But he has also had a very solid career up until the last yeah. few years. It, he was it, like good. Right. <laughs> I didn't I mean like I you can tell how much I've I've been able to like actually watch him play, but like he was like I like remember him. Like, right. He was really good. And so, just because like you know you your 20 goal scoring scoring player drops off because of injuries and all these unfortunate yeah. situations does not mean that it's all wiped from his yeah, resume. That, like, that, that never ever makes sense to me like at all because no. uh, like sometimes just everything goes wrong in a season for a player like and then and then they just look terrible and you're like why are we paying them this much money right. blah, blah 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 and it's like you know sometimes things just happen like they are they are still actual literal people like just like everything can go wrong for you at every opportunity that the world gives you like for an entire week the same thing can happen to a hockey player but it has you know really huge implications for what everyone thinks about them right like you know I think about you know the mornings I wake up and I see that my car has a flat tire or you know, it's really cold and my car won't start because of how cold it is. Yeah. That also happens to hockey players. <laughs> it's it's unfortunate to admit that actually it's not unfortunate. It's unfortunate that we have to like remind people that they're actual real life right. people. And like, I think yeah, no. Like it's just so ridiculous. And that's what makes me excited about Uh, players who do go on podcasts or sit down for interviews Mm -hmm. (laughs) they're human they're showing their human beings not just the we got to cycle the puck and put pucks in deep (laughs) like that's not all you can do and say but oh my goodness that's like that's what I really loved like about like when the Players Tribune like first yeah. like launched. I was so excited about it because I was like all like maybe it's because I started like liking hockey after I had already been in like a tra- a more like traditional fandom space but like it's like I've always wanted to just like know about like who the players are like as people and like hear like their like actual like genuine thoughts about like literally anything that they want to talk to us about so when like the Players Tribune like came out I was like I lost my entire mind because that's like that's exactly the content I am looking for exactly exactly and I think it's so important excuse me for them to be number one be seen as humans but to be able to have an outlet where they can express themselves as a human being because they're not robots they have they do so much behind the scenes that me like I could never do I I can't wake up at five o'clock in the morning and go for like a 10 mile bike ride I will be dead before I ever do that. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely not. But, like, just 
to talk about like um I think it was Joel Edmondson who said um he lost his dad recently and he was like I, I the next goal I score is for him and he finally scored one and it's just like thank you We're like yeah, number one, sorry but also thank you for being a human being about it yeah that's what makes like hockey so special to people because it's like you feel like it, and the same with like all sports you know but like it you know circling back to why I keep coming back like even though it's not always nice to be a female hockey fan like you know mm-hmm. it's like little things like that where it's like you realize that like oh yeah like they're real people like they're just like us right exactly and I think back to earlier this season Kevin Hayes um and his first game back after having I think he had stomach surgery um Mm -hmm. after obviously losing his brother Jimmy over the summer it was against the flames Mm -hmm. and he scored a goal and he pointed up to the sky and I was like I cannot even be mad that you just scored against the flames because that like, stuff always just makes me cry like a I baby like I every single it. time. I'm just like, and I, I, I can't even, no. I can't imagine. Like, cause no. they, I mean, like, I guess they get like bereavement time, but a lot of players, like they will like lose their parents and stuff and then play like yeah. two days later. And I'm like, how are you like functioning? Like, right. are you like, like how are you doing this like oh my god right like I'd be sick to my stomach because I think it was um James White of the Patriots he his parents I think died in a car accident and he was listed as an active and nobody like really knew why but then the news came out and like the next Mm -hmm. week he was like yeah I'm back and I was like "Uh, how yeah, I mean, like, I guess, like, if you think you're ready to get back to work, you're you're ready to go back to work. But I just no, good I for them, I guess. I I don't know, but I figured today we could wrap it up with an old fashioned segment of Would You Rather Wednesday. All right. So before we oh, do my Saint Anthony prayer did work. Oh, it did work, obviously, because you found, you did find your jersey. I literally said it out loud, and then I looked down, and there it was. Where, where, was it where you thought it was? No, not even a little bit. It was on a complete, it was in a completely different part of my closet than I thought it was going to be. And it was like, you know, dear St. Anthony, please come around. Something's lost and can't be found. And then. (laughs) You found it. He, he. He came around. But, all right, final segment time. I don't want to take up too much of your time. No, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I know that you're you're a busy girl. Um, Okay, these are so random, and I gave them to you before, so you had time to think. Yes. (laughs) But would you rather give... Matthew or Brady Kachuk a makeover? Okay, so I did a lot of thinking about this. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> one of, like, the first things that I, like, notice about hockey players is I'm like, how 
would it look if I contoured your face? I've been doing that since I was 14. I'm not even kidding. To be fair, I do it with like a lot, like just kind of like people I meet, but like, um, Rathew. Rathew. Okay. I, I just, it feels right. He has a more like, okay. I don't know how to say this, but Brady has a much rounder face. Yeah, he has, like, baby face. Yes, he is my oversized toddler from uh, Rugrats. I mean, like, they look, it's hard to, like, explain why. Because, like, they look, like, they're brothers. They're brothers. Like, they look exactly alike. Right. But, no, I can totally see why. I just think, like, it would probably be a little easier to uh, cut those cheekbones. Yeah, give it a little dimension. dimension. Okay, okay. Now, people in the comments, relax. This is just hypotheticals. <laughs> Would you rather lock Patrick Kane out of your locker room, or would you rather have Daryl Sutter lock you out of the locker room? Um, as funny as being locked out of a locker room would be, because that's absolutely something that would happen to me, um, I'm locking Patrick Kane out every single time. Okay, good, good. Because I, yeah. That's... <laughs> oh like, man okay. go ahead cheeto dust go ahead literally that was kind of mean it's okay you know what this is it just in my defense that's something that we've collectively been calling him here since like 2010 so. uh you know is it because his hair looks like cheetos like, it's oh. because when he was when he was younger uh and you know he's ginger yeah his beard uh his beard wouldn't come in like really dark uh so it just looked like he had cheeto dust all i was gonna say and like, I, a beard shape <laughs> that makes sense that makes so much sense but now this isn't a hype this isn't a would you rather but more of a hypothetical um i have personal beef with jonathan taves right like after like the last two i years, also do like he bumped into me one time. You know, I would have thrown a little hip check. I should have. I should. Why I oughta. <laughs> right. But, <laughs> no, it, it, it is no way, shape, or form happening. But, oh, which wait. Flames player would you want as the captain of your team? Like, it doesn't even have to be the Hawks. It could literally be, like, your own Okay, expansion. but if I get to, like, if I get to, like pick out a player from the flames to bring yeah. to the Hawks and have them be like, I'm, I, I want, I want Matthew Kachuk. I want him. Okay. I love him. I've like, I've been a little, like, he's just had like, I've always had such a soft spot for him. And like, it's, it would be the same thing as like how excited I was when Flurry like came to Chicago. Like, even though like, I'm not like a Hawks fan, but I was like, it's Mark Andre Flurry. Like, Right, like no, I love like, him, and I've loved him for it. so long, and it's just so cool, like to like, right, have them here. <laughs> yeah, you know, you I can... feel like I feel like all the big, like all the big players, like here, like they've all been here for since the, you know, literally dawn of time, late two thousands. Um, I like I like seeing the new faces because, like, with Kane and Taves's contract, like contracts, like we haven't really been able to get like the huge big names if we wanted to like keep like the core together which they right. tried to do for as long as they could i won't go into that i could talk about that forever 
maybe that will be an off-season episode and we can kind of compare rebuilds like the do's and don'ts dissect uh, where it all went wrong i think i can do that you just get like a an easel with like a big pad of paper and just start drawing a flow chart i actually have a giant pad of paper right behind me you're prepared (laughs) i'm ready So thank you, number one, for coming on today and being so flexible with my schedule and technical difficulties. Uh, Where can people find you on Twitter? Um, My handle is Addison E.C. Smith. Um, That's where you can find me. That's where, uh, you know what? I'm going to be honest. You might not like me. I'm a little loud there and I tweet a lot, but... I think I'm fun, um, and you might have already seen me if the uh, words Nino Benino mean anything to you. <laughs> I still can't believe that that was you. I, I, I've I been saying it since, like, 2014. I'm glad that my voice has finally been heard, you know? Because yeah. I just have the worst hockey jokes, and I'm glad they're being appreciated now. I love it. I think your jokes are hysterical. And thank you. Of course. And you're a pleasure to talk with. So thank you so much for joining me today. Thank uh, you for having me. Of course. Always. You're always more than welcome to come on. Uh, if you're new to the show, hello. Um, this is quite your first episode because we are just a chaotic bunch. But uh, make sure to follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. Follow the show uh wherever you get your podcasts and I will see you later for a locked on flames previewing locked on Kings game. Now that is tomorrow. Bye.